I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Yo! Yo, what's Keith? going on? We are here. And guess we, what? Oh, we are here. I can see you. You can see me. You are here. I am here. If you're if on, on YouTube, YouTube they you can, can see us. us. We're all here. You know what else you can see on YouTube? What? That subscribe button. Mash it. Mash it. And if you're not on YouTube and you haven't subscribed via your favorite podcast, whether it's Spotify or, or Apple, I don't know why you haven't I don't hit that subscribe button. It only makes sense. Yeah, you want it to rotate We're two good-looking guys. We're taking callers. We sound good. I hear... I hear sometimes from some of our listeners that we're indistinguishable vocally really? on the podcast. Back and forth, <laughs> who said what, they don't know. Interesting. Unlikely friends who sound similar. Who sound very similar. So what are we talking about? We're still uh, in our soul foods. Oh, yeah. Uh, Spiritual habits yeah, um, and stuff to nourish the soul. And one thing we're going to get into today, we're going to talk about... Oh, oh. We're going to talk about some memorized scripture verse stuff. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of that. But our icebreaker, mm-hmm. what I want to start in with is, what is something you tried, and this is what we'll ask some of our callers, but what's something you tried as a kid that you didn't you didn't stick with? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to my head was soccer. Oh, this right. is the first, this, you are the first one. I have had this conversation in the past week mm. with a Two dozen people, yeah. seriously, in different yeah. group settings yeah. or yeah. personally. Yeah. Every single person talks about musical instruments. So you're going to talk about soccer. Oh, I'm going to talk about soccer. Um, so my dad was very uh, athletic, right? Okay. High school, played basketball, uh, football, and I think he ran track, if I remember right, right in the in – the, no, maybe it was baseball. Anyway, whatever. Uh, went, went to MU, basketball scholarship. You know, played basketball, right? So very, very athletic. Not just really good at one sport, but, you know. Um, and so when we, when kids is growing up or whatever, it was soccer and 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 basketball that, you know, my mom was solely against football, um, which is great because I would have been terrible at it anyway. Um, and so soccer, I really liked it. I really, I really liked playing it. Um, but as you got older and we were in Lee summit in the parks and rec league and Lee summit is not like Kearney. It's, it's much bigger, mm-hmm. right? It's huge. It's huge. Um, and I was kind of getting to the point where, um, and they didn't have like a lot of the traveling teams that you do now, right? Like you kind of did parks and rec and then there was like a few of those. Anyway. Um, and so we were getting to the point where they would start allowing you to do headers and, some of the other stuff that um, that they probably don't let kids do now, uh, and it just like it wasn't for me anymore. You know what I mean? Like I liked it, but I was you know I was usually a, a defender and uh, had some decent instincts to get in between the ball and the goal, you know, early on and stuff like that. But I just um, I just didn't I just didn't stick with it. I just I was like eh. And then later I found the sport that I really loved, which was tennis. Okay. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't. I, I'm glad I didn't stick with it, because I probably would have never found tennis. Like I would have never kept okay. trying other sports until I yeah, found you got a, a sport you have that a I like. Positive outlook on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of glad I didn't just keep plugging away at soccer. 
Yeah, I think I I have a similar similar. Experience. You know how much I love baseball, and yeah. I wish I would have stuck with continuing to look for recreational opportunities and put mm-hmm. it in the work to to keep keep with it. Yeah, like post college and stuff. Well, post thirteen years old, like yeah, like you. I played recreational baseball last year. It was really hard to work into the schedule. I have two kids that play ball. You mm-hmm. know, with uh, it was really hard to work in. Um made it to 50% of the stuff like didn't work out but on are you gonna stick with it this time uh it'll I probably need to no (laughs) no I mean it was it was so here's what I'm saying I didn't make a I didn't make a habit of it and yeah it was it's harder to add it later than to have had it always been there sure right it's harder to start a habit or restart a habit yeah so I met a guy who was on that team last year who had that was his um, 43rd consecutive year of playing baseball. Oh my gosh. So he'd never, he'd always, he's never took time off. He'd been on, he'd doing. been on a team. He'd yeah. been on a team rec- recreationally playing baseball since he was six. That's fine. It was just really cool. Yeah. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he was just, it was, it was one of those things that he just kept going. Like, like you said, a habit that, yeah. you know, so every year for him, it's like, oh, I need to find a team, need to, you know, I could say that about um, computer games. I'm like 38 years straight now. Of are there seasons to computer games? No, like, are really. there different? I mean, yeah, there's some for some. Are there but different? I'm just saying I've probably played a computer game my entire life. Is there competitive? Like, so is there a specific computer game that no. you ha- what that you've had the most longevity in? Or oh, I don't know. Um, uh, there's a couple that I would. There's a couple. One, one I probably. I played since it opened. It was a uh, an MMO, so big online game. I played since they opened till the close, which was like maybe six or seven years. Um, and then there's another one that I probably played on and off. Like it's really fun for like a month or two, and then you're like, yeah, this is, you know, I'm gonna go play something else. And then, but I'll always come back to it. I probably I probably had it for fifteen years. You know, just and every year I'll I'll spend at least two months on it, you know, or three months. It actually ends up being uh, so. What's actually kind of cool? I just kind of nerdy, but uh, if you play games through Steam, it's just an app where you can download games and stuff, pay for games. Uh, they'll track your hours that you spend in the game, and at the end of the year, they'll give you a review. Oh, you you know okay. you did all this, which is really cool. And it always ends up being my my top played game, even though I don't I don't play it, you know continuously right so it's pretty fun uh and i've got a good group of guys that um will kind of you know we kind of won't talk for a couple months you know just kind of chit chat or something like that and then it's like dude we're all we shall play a game right and then we'll we'll find a new game and play it for a couple weeks and then you know move on (laughs) move on with life right and so and the cycle repeats over and over again (laughs) so that's fun 38 years straight as a computer gamer. I love it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fun. It's fine. So let's, uh, what, you know, so we talked about stuff that we tried to stick with as a kid. What do you, what do you do? So really today is really about your spiritual habits, right? That you do that help, um, you know, kind of replenish and nourish your, your soul. Uh, and you know, I, I kind of want to make a point. I think you would agree with me that, uh, going to church, worshiping at church is great, but it's not everything. 
right? Like if you're if if it's the only thing you're doing for your spiritual journey, you're missing out on eighty percent of what you could be doing mm-hmm. to really to really impact you, right? Would you yeah. agree with that? Same? Yeah, I'd say you're probably barely sustaining. Yeah, a spiritual life, right? Yeah, um, and you know, I think I think for me, uh, if the more you know, when we when we started to worship together as a family, um, I started feeling that kind of need or that pull or that push to do something else, mm-hmm. right? You know, just naturally. Um, and I think that comes from coming into worship and not just listening to the music, but reflecting, singing along, reflecting on what the words mean, listening to the sermon, reflecting about the sermon, having a conversation with your spouse or significant other or yeah, whatever it's about like, it. It's kind of like exercising, right? Yeah. Once an exercise kind of starts to get easier, right? Yeah. It's it's more natural. It's yep. becoming easy. You've got econo- you have economy of motion. Exactly. Your yep. your your muscle memory um uh your muscle memory kicks in, you have this the fatigue isn't there. It gets easier. Yep. Bodybuilders don't just pump the uh the the bar only yeah right when the bar becomes easy you put more weight on yeah and when I it think, becomes easy think, you put more weight I think on. that spiritual growth is that same way once yeah. stuff becomes natural and second nature and you want to push yourself a little yeah bit. so for me worship is the start yeah the starting point right and then and then because you... there i think there's a lot of accountability in congregational worship right yeah. not not like first person like accountability that somebody's going to be like, I didn't see you on Sunday. Um, but it's gr- it's a group it's a group thing. Yeah, and I think um if no one did it there wouldn't be a group. If right? if you're if you're only going once a month, you're missing the point too. Right? Uh we, we were listening and if you have listened to the show before, I'm doing one of the Bible in a year podcasts, mm-hmm. right? Uh and the the guy that runs the podcast um says and he talks about it with with other things but um that time on sunday is uh like as adam would say your appointment with god right like if you if you make it make it your gift to god right your offering mm-hmm. to god is to come every sunday you pick the church you pick the hour uh or whatever right but you go every sunday right and that is your gift, your offering to God, and you don't miss it, right? You go every every week, um, and I think if you start that, you will see some progress in your in your own spiritual life. If you just start going every week, don't miss it, right? Oh, the Super Bowl's on. We got a clean house for a party. Still going to church, right? Like you just you just get in that. You know, you're on vacation. You'll watch online. Well, we ha- that's it, right. We have the online option mm-hmm. of participating, and you don't just have to watch. Especially if you're doing the live, the live stream, you can actually interact and participate yep. live online, just as if um, maybe even more directly participating because uh, Christy hosts it. Yep, um, you, you can chat direct, and talk, and... chat and feedback with others. Yeah. You and know, look, if you got no a... one turns around and hushes you, <laughs> you know you don't have to be hushed. That's good. I've I've been there. I've been hushed. I don't like hushing situations. <laughs> um, I was going to say if if you have a job too that precludes you, like you have to work on Sunday, 
that doesn't mean you can't watch it Monday, right? Like it doesn't mean that on your day off, on one of your days off, you're going to say this time between 8 and 9 a.m. or between 9 and 10 a.m. or whatever, I'm going to dedicate to watching the recording of this week's, you know, whole worship experience. And you're not going to do it while cross-stitching. You're not going to do it while reading a book. You're not going to do it while cooking dinner or whatever. You just you just sit down. You focus in on that time. Ah, and you I work up to that. I think you'll... <laughs> You work small steps. I know baby steps. Man, you're very, you're very specific. I know. I just, I think that, I think that for a lot of people, they'll, they'll try church out, and then it's easy for them to be like, oh, you know, this is a big week. I got to do laundry, you know, or whatever, and then not come. And then once you, once you stop doing it, it becomes, you know, it becomes easier to not stick with it, right? It's like, yeah, but I'd say I'd say if you did one push up today, you've done push ups. And if you do two tomorrow, that's good. You don't have to do a hundred push ups a day. Yeah. For them to count as a day you did push up. You can work up to it. I guess that's I guess that's, that's true. All I'm saying. I guess that's true. I, I'll 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 concede that with you. Um, but I would say you've got to make it um you've got to make it intentional on purpose, same time every week. You're gonna do you know, X Y Z. You're very structured, Keith. I am. Very, I am very. You're structured. very structured. I am very structured. Agree Having to disagree. Kids. Having hey, three kids. I love you. Um, let's let's take some calls and find call? out. Let's let's find out what people out there think. Actually, let's find out what Grammy thinks. Let's call Grammy. Oh, Grammy. Grammy. What? Are you busy? <laughs> no. Hey, you're welcome to the show. On Monday morning, I'm doing laundry. Well, good. Oh, laundry. All right. I didn't have a... Is Keith... Sounds like Keith's there this morning. Yes, ma'am. All right. The children got over their sickness. Yeah, they... um, um, My middle one had a... um, Had strep. Uh Uh-huh. That's not good. But... She didn't give it to anyone else in the family, which is great. We segregated her and got her on antibiotics before anyone else got it remotely involved in it. Good, good. So we have a question for you. All right. Um, we want to talk about something that you – This we'll get into an icebreaker, and then we're going to get into a scripture, scripture question. But uh, what was something you uh, tried as a kid but you didn't stick with? Well, the piano lessons. Mm. Everybody with their musical. Everybody <laughs> wishes they were a musician. My sister and I were 18 months apart, so we played duets and went weekly for piano lessons. And and then, uh, well, I taught elementary music, you know, and took back when I went to college, you majored in minors, so I minored in music and uh, taught elementary music for several years and so anyway if I'd have stayed with it I might be a wonderful musician like our Judy McElwain at church or Liberace who knows man we were (laughs) talking oh we were talking about we were talking about the phenomenal pianist accompanist that we have here geez they Uh are amazing they have three of them and they're all they're all really good I think I when I see them and I hear them, I don't think there's a there's not a part of me that says, "Man, I wish I could do that." I just appreciate that someone can. 
Oh, well, see, that's 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 the difference between you and most people. <laughs> right. Like, I'm just like, man, that is a that is so cool. Well, you know, at music contest time, the accompanist can make or break the soloist. Uh, sometimes they play louder than the soloist. And uh, anyway, it's important to be an accompanist. Like we, you said way back when we first started talking about being a follower. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's a soft pedal down. Uh, you're not the one being heard. Anyway, uh, that's the only thing. Anything can... else? Anything non-musical like that you just wish you'd have stuck with? <laughs> and it doesn't have to be from childhood. I mean, you're... You have 92 years of life experience. It could have been something you picked up in your 40s and gave up. Probably the uh, the sewing mm. angle. I could have been... Hey, you taught me how to sew. That lives on. More proficient. I patched overalls. That was my best thing. <laughs> I didn't sew for the girls. I had their aunt, you know, make their dresses. My mother was a great seamstress, and I liked it in high school, but... Didn't stay with it. I have the old sewing machine still. So it's kind of like a. I know that's the one you taught me on. So what, it's kind of like what? What you have a singer? Uh, what brand your sewing machine? Singer, a yeah. singer. That's right. <laughs> oh, Mitchell, Cheryl was here, you know, this weekend, and we went through a closet and a file cabinet and came out with a garbage bag full of things for her to uh, to take and run through the whatever. <laughs> Throw them away. Throw it away. And that singer <laughs> sewing machine drawer is full of patches and thread. And But what did I teach you to sew, Mitchell? Uh, we made little pa- pockets for rocks. We made rock pouches. Oh. <laughs> Remember, we'd make, and we'd fix stuff. And I you know sh- you always had your rock in your pockets. I know. So I made rock, pa- we made rock pouches. I sling- bet you can sew a oh, button on. Okay. Sling them over my shoulder like uh, like Indiana Jones. Okay. Lock rock pouch. We made those together. <laughs> I'm probably I'm what probably I, the only. I might be one of. I don't know. Maybe Christy. Maybe you have another grandchild that could thread a bobbin, but I don't know anybody. I don't. My brothers can't. No. I own. Oh, I, I own that too. skill. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Okay. Let's hey, let let's get back on track. What we do is get okay. off track, All but right. we have a question for you too. Um, we were talking about, uh, we wanted to talk about scriptural memorization and, oh. and do you, um, yeah, what, what's your take on scriptural memorization? Do you have, do you have verses that have stuck, that have stuck with you? Um, I know you and I have pat, uh, talked about this in the past, but, um, do you have favorites? Uh, I have a favorite. I think it changes from time to time whenever I hear it, but I, I was telling you last week about that, and then I, we didn't know where it was from, about in my father's house are many mansions, uh, rooms, uh, because of my husband being a carpenter, and I feel like he's got a mansion, or a rooms for us anyway, <laughs> but where it came from, oh. Well, and that's kind of something... I think you and I've talked. You and I've talked about too. Like I struggle with. 
I know the stories. Right. I've memorized yeah. the stories. Yeah. I know, but there's so many different um, translations mm-hmm. and iterations of stuff. Like I'll blend translation translations together, and I can tell a story, and I can give you like Old Testament or New Testament where it came from. <laughs> I but, I might be able to I might be able to narrow down the book within a three guesses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not. I don't have it. I don't know the. I don't. I'm not good verse. at reciting. Yeah. Reciting stuff. But I like to add some context to it. Do you have a favorite, Keith? Um, you know, I I don't I don't. Well, I have two favorites. Uh, one is uh, whenever I turn on the light in my head or out loud, I say, "And the Lord said, let there be light,' and I flip the switch. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to do. I, most of the time, it's just in my head. But in uh, in in church in the morning on Sunday, I always do it out loud. Because I'm usually here by myself, so it works out. <laughs> I like, um, I like when the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, and he's thrashing wheat in the wine press. He's down in the hole in the ground. The angel oh, yeah, of the Lord's there. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite because the angel of the Lord's like, um, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior, and like, that's like <laughs> the last thing in the world Gideon expected yeah, anybody yeah. to show up and say, where he's like cowering in a pit in the ground, right? Yeah, like, yeah. the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. That's my favorite. Uh, Hall of Fame, all-time favorite right there. Um, and then my other one that I... That's in Judges somewhere. Um, <laughs> right. Judges... It's yeah. Judges 612. Because okay. I looked it up. What's your other one? Because I have another one, too. Though. I have another one. And, Grammy, you think of your next one. My other one is um, Exodus. And I just love when the... Um, it's humbling because the Israelites start complaining about when they're back in Egypt, they had cucumbers. <laughs> yeah. And I love it because like... Cucumbers are delicious. You know, like how specific. <laughs> we Like we lose the big picture idea yeah. of where we've came mm-hmm. and get narrowed in so specific on <laughs> our remorse of no cucumbers, right? Yeah. Like, did you not forget the enslavement and the horrific conditions and the 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 situation of Egypt. Did you not remember crossing the Red Sea and you know being provided manna and quail? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. But or I'm maybe the quail came after the cucumber comment. But it's in there several times. It's like, man, but we had cucumbers. We had cucumbers. Yeah. So anyway, I, I love that I love that we have that cucumbers. Well were, I have that uh, since my vision is so poor, I have that uh, saying or scripture, thy uh, lamp is a light unto my feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, God gri- guide me, gri- guide my footsteps. Thy, how does that go? Thy light is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my light path. Into my way, <laughs> something like that. To love one another. I we're seems like we're stressing uh, in this world all that's going on. Love thy enemies. Ah. My uh, my great aunt was uh, very fond of using very quick quips from the Bible to, okay. to make her point on stuff, right? Out and of so context sometimes. When, what, yeah. I mean, she did have like 11 heat strokes. So, um, but she wouldn't, when me and my brother would fight, she would always. She'd always say, live by the sword, die by the sword, right? You know, like, you know, she, so she would just do stuff like that. And you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. All right. We won't, you know, we won't, we won't fight now, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I do find myself doing the same thing to my kids. Though. It's like saying, having the same, same phrases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. right. All right, Grammy, do you have a, do you have a joke for us? Ooh, yeah. Well, I asked you last week, did it get recorded about uh, the fastest runner in the Bible? No, no, no. What? No. Who was the... Wait a minute. Keith, do you have an answer for who the fastest runner in the Bible was? <laughs> fastest runner in the Bible. I feel like I I feel like I should know this. I don't know. Mitchell had a guess last week, but he wasn't right. <laughs> well, we're going to leave that off the podcast. What's the answer? Who's the fastest runner in the Bible? It's Adam. He was first in the human race. Oh. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for taking our call. And, thanks, Grammy. Uh, yeah. We love yeah, you. And, yeah. uh, talk to you later. Yeah, love you too, Mitchell. <laughs> All of you. <clears throat> Bye. Thank you. Man, I hope I make it. <laughs> Ninety-two. And that awesome. And can remember jokes. You know how much awesomer I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to get exponentially awesomer. awesome from here on out <laughs> to peak. To peak at that level of awesomeness. I know, I know. Um, I think about, I think about being ninety-two and still doing laundry. How many loads of laundry things she's done in her life? A lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I haven't done that many because uh, my wife does them. Well, I. It, we're all. Friends. I do the kids. We're all friends here. I like to wear my jeans too. Maybe three days in a row, depending on the season. Oh, you know the um the I don't know CEO maker whatever founder of Levi's says you should never wash jeans. Hmm. Unless yeah, I think he said unless they get really like dirty, like dirt dirty, you can wash them. Um, but he actually this was like a big thing a couple of years ago. Really, he came out and said what you should do is if they start getting a little funky smell, just fold them up, stick them in the freezer overnight, pull them out. That is not gets rid of all. Right. Of it. I know it's not right. Like you, so you've got the extremes, right? Where people like wear them once, and then they got to go in the wash, and then you got the 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 far end extreme where like the guy that runs Levi's is like, you should never wash jeans. Like what? Yeah, you should absorb it with all sorts of body oils, and then put it with your food in your freezer. It's terrible. It's terrible. No, I mean it's terrible. I, I I don't know why he said it that way, <laughs> but he did. So yeah, no, I think I think jeans are uh, the long pants that I have. If they're not like slacks or whatever, if they're you know, I'll I'll usually go a day or two wearing them before I throw them in the wash. Uh, if they're sweatpants, lounge around the house sweatpants, I yeah. might go uh, four or five days. Like it might go all week with them because yeah. you're only wearing them from like yeah maybe five o'clock at night to eight o'clock for me, and then I go to you know I don't wear them to bed, so it's like. Well, dude, that's it. Hey, yeah, we, yeah, that's all the time we have. Well, it was a quick one. It, no, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was good. Well, it was quick for us because yeah. we were just having fun. Yeah, we just had one call. Yeah, Grammy's great. So I think um, I want to encourage everybody to uh, memorize a verse. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna try to memorize where my favorite stuff comes from in scripture. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's so funny to you. <laughs> Are you going to try to remember the chapter and verse and everything, or are you just going to try to remember the book? The ch- the chapter and the verse. Oh, thing. Already, oh, okay. Well, are you going to pick one that you already know? One of the one of my favorites verses that you already know. Yeah, okay. 
All right. Fair. I just I mix them all together. There's so many different. It's just my own. The thing is, they're all my favorites, <laughs> except for Leviticus. Can't have a bunch of favorites. Yeah, the whole Bible is my no, favorite. Favorite, except means, for Leviticus. Favorite means first choice. Like favorite means go to. Just it just depends on the situation for me. Like I don't have like a, you know, if the situation dictates this, then that's my verse that I like. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, we should do some rapid fire where I like give you give you like situations. And then, <laughs> what verse would you go to here? You know, it's like you're at a funeral. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil. Like it's gotta, it's gotta happen in a funeral. You can't Psalms twenty three, right? You, you just can't be like, you can't just be like, but you're not gonna be like, you're a backyard barbecue and somebody's like, hey, what's your favorite Bible verse? <laughs> well, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall feel no evil. It's like, wait. That's like in funerals. Are you dying? You know what I mean? Like there's like there's certain verses that just go really well with certain situations. Like turning on the light switch. What else would you say other than, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And it was good. All right. Fair? Fair. Okay. Hey, everybody. We love you. Uh, We'll... uh... Look forward to the next podcast and uh, later. Have a good one.